0: You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. One, two, one, two, three. Well, okay, there, and welcome to the re-wrap for Tuesday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking breakfast on Newstalk ZB in a sillier package. I am Glenn ZB, and this morning um, we're, we're going to uh, talk about uh, Jacinda Ardern. I know, blast from the past uh, and what we can expect from her this week and in her, in her last week. Uh, uh, her mate, uh, who used to be in charge of Finland, isn't anymore. And uh, then Mike wants to have a word about FPAs and pay generally. But before any of that, uh, do you have a swipe card to get into, you know, Parliament, the Beehive, to... Hassle people about making policy in your favour. You know, like all the rest of the lobbyists. We all can do it, apparently.
1: would it surprise you, by the way, the, uh, the companies that have got swipe cards, there were 80 people in various groups with swipe cards. Russell McVeigh, Law Firm, New Zealand Bankers Association, Zespri New Zealand, Insurance Council of New Zealand, New Zealand Taxpayers Union, Sky, PSA, Vector, Fish and Game New Zealand, Holly. I mean, you know, I, I wonder if he regrets coming on this programme and going, oh, no, people don't. What did he say? On the program? I don't think that lobbyists necessarily get preferred access. Um, I don't think they necessarily get access that other members of the public can't get. What a pile of crap. Well, and mind
0: t- you, if there's <laughs> 80 of them out there, maybe he's right. Everybody's got a swipe card. <laughs> I'm just thinking maybe I've got one and a draw well, somewhere. Well, we'll go
1: look it up. Uh, we'll, we'll report back after 7.30. If we've got swipe cards, we'll let you know.
0: You know, it's like... We've all got that drawer that's got the random keys in it that you've put in there specifically to keep them safe and then you come back to them two and a half years later and you go, I have no idea what that key opens. What is that key for? Do I even own that thing that that key unlocks? Is it the key to the beehive, for example? Anyway, hey, um, they... um They'll, they'll, I wonder,
1: will they be taking Jacinda Ardern's
0: swipe card off her after she
1: does her valedictory? Mike, how long before he decides he doesn't want to come on your show on Tuesday morning because it's too hard? I, I'm, I think he's a stickler. I think he's I think he's good to go until October. I'd be deeply disappointed if he um, if he ran for the hills like the previous one. The previous one, by the way, uh, is valedictory day tomorrow. And it's, it's a funny old thing. She's given a couple of interviews. Um, one of them's not to me. <laughs> what a slight <laughs> <laughs> eh, It wasn't to me So she's given them to And I don't want to be unfair about this But she's given them to a couple of people Who to be honest Are going to ask the sort of questions You would expect them to ask I mean, what Do she some le- of the people that she's given them to Still have jobs? Uh, they do <laughs> Yes they do have jobs But I'll be interested to see The quality of the interview And when I say quality It's not my opinion What I'm talking about Is whether she's held to any level of account because she leaves behind a country in a complete and utter mess. And she's basically like she did on the show, done, done done, to you. What she did here is run run for the hills. She's not interested anymore. Congratulations, Mike. Brilliant interview to know, blah, blah, blah. Morning, Mike. It's cold. It's a cold morning, but the heat coming off that interview soon warmed me up. The thing about the health is his problem, isn't it? this You, you got there a quintessential example of everything that's wrong with this government. What they get told to say, like, oh, we're moving people around the country. Someone will have told them that. When you're asked a health question, tell them they're moving people around the country. But the moment you're pinned down with a couple of facts, i.e. the people you're moving around the country are only doing the things to um, try and solve the problem on the 67,000 waiting list, it's their own criteria. You must be seen within four months. You aren't because they're failing. But are answer, oh, but we're moving people around the country. But the number's going up. It's going backwards. It's not working. That doesn't seem to occur to them. It's that classic example, if you just say something, like we're moving people around the country, it's all fine. Then somehow the magic happens, and it'll all be better tomorrow, which it is simply isn't true.
0: Yeah, so a combination of uh, bagging Jacinda Ardern and bagging Chris Hipkins there uh, off the back of his interview this morning. I got a text from a friend of mine. He said that they felt like he got beaten up this morning. I didn't think it was as bad as last week. Mind you, he wasn't as bad as he was last week. When he told Mike he doesn't have time to watch the news and couldn't answer any of his questions about anything. Oh, um, unfortunately, he did. Yeah, he did talk about the, the, the um, corrections. the have heaps of corrections people and heaps of, heaps of teacher aides. So uh, we've, we've gone off to add, add up those numbers and see if he's right about that. It's probably. It's not. Right. Um, and meanwhile, back to Jacinda Ardern and her mate, uh, the Prime Minister of Finland. Was she her mate, or was it just that they were two young Prime Ministers?
1: And now, I said at the time, you might remember, when she arrived in the country for a visit, I said, as the debate here raged as to a woman's right to be herself around the argument that you could be a leader and still uh, go out dancing all night, and the fact that she had gone out to a party that turned up on Instagram was fine because she didn't have any meetings that weekend. Ah, yes. Sana Marin, the goddess of Finland, sole sister of our own dancing queen Jacinda Ardern, couple of the planet's most progressive young female rock stars. What right did we have to question her social life, for goodness sake? My argument was being a leader of a country is a 24 7 job, even if there wasn't a war on, and even if you didn't share hundreds of kilometres of border with Russia. You just might want to be seen to be taking your job seriously. And as I pointed out at the time, not having meetings is not a sign of anything other than you may or may not have meetings. It's not a measure of leadership. Well, she's got all the time in the world now to dance her nights away. She's lost. To be fair to her, she didn't lose by much, but they have a system that throws up a couple of major parties who, like us, link with smaller parties and form governments. But the country's moved to the right, and her style of spendthrift policy is over as their debt has gotten uncomfortably high not unlike ours, which is why we'll be moving to the right in October as well. The only real difference between them and us is she hung around to test her credibility. Our version bailed knowing full well her time was up. But here's the point. The reason this is news is not because Finland had an election. Countries have elections all the time. But not all countries, especially countries of small populations, make global news the way Finland did yesterday. The reason this one has been reported so widely is in the headlines, all of which essentially say the same thing. Finland's partying PM concedes defeat. And in that headline, and the many others, is how the world saw her, sees her, and will remember her. When the social life makes the headlines over substance, the fact she didn't get it says it all.
0: Yeah, apparently people hate parties. That's what we've learned out of that. Just hate them. They don't want their prime ministers to have any fun. So that's what <laughs> we... We've out of that. Uh, do they get paid fairly, Prime Ministers? Does anybody?
1: Uh, is that why we need these agreements? Or do we need them? Here's Mike on that. We're about to get our first example of another government's nutty economic ideas, the Fair Pay Agreement, an idea that should be in the Hipkins bonfire of dumped policy, isn't And the bus drivers have been given the go ahead to try and cut the first of the industry wide deal. So, just a reminder in a stroke of political genius, Uh, The government hired Jim Bolger to lead the group who dreamed up this particular form of madness. And by hiring a Tory, of course, the Labour government quite rightly was able to say, look, he's hardly one of us and he likes it, so it must be good. So the deals will force employers to pay their people whether they can afford to or not. The deals will not take into account local issues. The deals will give unions the sort of power they enjoyed decades ago in this country where they essentially held the place to ransom. Now, there is no doubt... In this specific case, bus drivers are an issue. We're short of them. We need to most likely pay them more. Uh, But does a one-stop shop deal to the problem? No, it does not. Not anywhere close. Ironically, Auckland, if you're following this of late, has attacked the problem by offering pay rises all by themselves and the numbers apparently are being sorted. A target just last week, bumped the pay to 30 bucks an hour. This is a model that clearly works. Think about it. You're a bus driver in Auckland, you can see a better deal in Dunedin, there's an option for you. If enough people take that option, the people in Auckland go, oh, hold on, they're all moving to Dunedin, we better pay some more. That's how it works. Unions are destructive at the best of times, but never more so than when they have unfettered control. The FPAs, will be repealed after the election at a change of government. So the race is on now to try and get the bus deal done in the hope they can lock it away before October. Hard to believe that an idea that, one, we left behind decades ago and, two, we left it behind because of its madness is back in 2023 to haunt us and being sprooked by an economically illiterate government is an
0: answer. Yeah, you know, It wasn't the only talk about pay uh, we had today. Apparently, uh, you just can't get people on the council in Christchurch because the pay is no good. We, we can't get people working for the council. What 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 is what's happening in Christchurch and the council? Let's find out.
1: Christchurch, twenty percent turnover as far as the council's concerned. Um only ten redundancies last year, more than three quarters of leavers were from the Citizens Community Department and the Infrastructure Planning and Regulatory Department. Eleven senior leaders departed in twenty twenty two compared with eighteen the previous year, thirty-nine other people managers. Also left back in 2019, the average length of service of departing staff was seven and a half years. Last year, it was five and a half years, so you're not staying long. Big part of the problems paid last year, 57% of those surveyed staff said higher pay would make an impact in their work satisfaction. Is that true? If you work for a city council, if you work for a government body, and is, is, that, all, is that the only difference? So they say to you, here's another 20 grand, 10 grand, four grand, five grand, suddenly you like your job more? Does money have anything to do with whether you actually enjoy what you do? Yep. Does it? So if I paid you more, would you be? I, would, I might start to enjoy this job. Really? How much more would that take? Quite a bit. Okay, I can tell.
0: <laughs> so we
1: weird this way we worked out. It's not.
0: That's it. what I've been hanging in here for. <laughs> it's not. Worth. It's in the hope that one day it's going to pay off. Do you reckon that's going to pay off?
1: Nope. No, exactly. We came to the same conclusion. Quite seriously,
0: when the alarm goes off at two fifty-two a.m. Um, If my first thought is Ooh, think of the money That makes it a lot easier to get out of bed Just saying I'm Glenn ZB Don't worry, I don't do this for the money And by this I mean this podcast I don't even think it's in my job description I'll I'll see you back here again tomorrow So Regardless I know, why does he do it?